Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Bad people, welcome to our show. Anyone who wanna learn more about digital marketing, welcome. Because today we are going to discuss about holistic approach to digital advertising, how you can unite different marketing channels. Today it's important to repurpose your content, to cover the audience on different resources. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Philip Chanchak. How are you? I'm good. How, how are you? I'm doing great. Looking forward to <laughs> more. I know how it's important, you know, today to cover various channels, to cover different audience, especially when we have limited resources. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's important to spend this money in the smart way. Philip, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and anything that can help our listeners to learn more about you. Sure. So this, uh, my background is a bit confusing. So I used to work for, uh, so let's say in brand for a fashion uh, company for about seven years as a marketing uh, manager. So kind of covering every single marketing stream or channel. So hence holistic approach to everything. And then in 2018, me and partner and my partner, we decided to open our own agency. So we used to freelance at the same time as well before. Uh, so we mm -hmm. worked at freelance and then decided, okay, let's, let's do something together. Let's do so because I, I do all the performance marketing channels and my partner, she does SEO. We decided, okay, let's, let's create our own agency. We called it creators media and we kind of cover the, the organic side and the paid side from different angles and different perspectives for pretty much all kinds of industry businesses that you can kind of imagine. Nice, nice. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, can you tell about your partnership? I know it's hard, you know, to have partners. Uh, for example, I had this experience <laughs> with my two brothers, two brothers, but we had different view how to grow, how to go ahead, uh, different vision. And yeah, that was hard to have this business. We decided, <laughs> you know, to be uh, brothers, to become, uh, to stay brothers, but uh, leave the business and mm. anything. And they are successful on their ways. I'm successful in mine. So can you tell how you you decide all things uh, that are happening in partnership uh, and how you can choose the right way uh, according to different preferences. So our partnership is both on a business level and on a family level. So we have a baby together. Ah, <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> so we have a baby, we have a house, uh, and obviously we have an office together and a business. Uh, we had the business first and we live together and then we had a baby. So it's not like everything happened all at once. And yeah. I mean, I know sometimes with, with, with family, it's it's pretty hard and not everyone uh, can communicate well with, with their with, with the family. Uh, probably I'm, I'm not the best person to communicate with everyone in my family, but somehow me and Izzy is like, we kind of find the right uh, connection together. So we kind of write, write cogs. <laughs> uh, so obviously there's some, some grinding uh and that that that's with every kind of business and every kind of partnership that you that you have so it's i mean in our relationship it's everything about the communication and making sure that both on the business level and on the family level we kind of are aligned and we plan everything way ahead uh so that's mm -hmm. one of the most important things for us as well is like making sure that we know what we're doing we have it planned and i know things kind of go out of the plan all the time and that that's normal that's part of it life right but yeah. making sure that we kind of have a plan and some goals uh, behind it and, and and supporting each other is like with any other business so if you have 
part partners or if you have uh, your colleagues in, at your work as well is like making sure that you support each other is we don't close ourselves we don't silo ourselves basically mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i agree and you know i think uh for me it's hard to schedule anything to have <laughs> one plan because i often change my mind especially exactly. digital marketing you know <laughs> when something doesn't work so we can try something else uh, but it's important to be patient as well because uh, sometimes it takes time to get results i remember when i started pr mm -hmm. and i wrote a bunch of press releases myself i pitched all of them and got zero mentions zero backlinks zero but i learned how it works and i hired the right people you know who can write press releases who can distribute them mm -hmm. and we got mentions on cnn forbes many other uh, resources because of having the process and uh, can you tell about creating the right plan you mentioned you have the plan on your business cool mm -hmm. but what about marketing plan how to create holistic marketing plan to cover different channels and choose uh, how to spend budget in different channels for example like for paid marketing let's imagine uh, 100k for seo 50 uh, 50k uh, so uh, any tips about that that's a, that's a good question there i mean there, there's lots of things to unpack in, in your question uh but let's start from the from beginning so first thing let's say we work with a fashion business or with uh i don't know with builders building building kind of houses or, or sheds you kind of have to always start from from beginning to understand what is their goal and what's the story behind uh, what they're doing so if it's a fashion business so who's the founder is it is, is the founder still involved with the business and then get the founder to introduce you to every single person on, on their team and making sure that you talk with with all the leaders within the team but not just marketing people uh, talk with the wholesale, talk with the, with the finance people, because that way you get different angles to, to the business and, and you get to understand how the business works and what's the, what's the vibe behind the business as well. So like, let's say like with us, with Creators Media, it's more on the, on the family side, we support each other. With, with fashion, it might be that they're uh, sophisticated or they're very uh, Gen Z or, or, or Gen, Gen Y concentrated so it, you get that kind of vibe first and then you sit with all those people with all the all the big heads and, and making sure that you talk with with the, with the with the rest of the team as well because sometimes you get best ideas from uh from new people in the business as well because they got fresher looks on 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 everything so once you talk with everyone and you had like a big brainstorm session you can find out what works for the business and what doesn't and obviously have a look at ga4 or you know, in the past, you would look in Universal or any other dashboards that the business might have and see what already have worked. If something is working, don't break it. You can you can try to, to kind of improve it by A-B testing, but don't break it. Introduce new channels to it and see if we can improve the channels that are not working for the business or find out why why they're not working. Maybe they didn't have enough resources. Maybe they, they did not do the right ads or maybe they were not running ads. <laughs> uh, maybe mm -hmm. they were just boosting posts. So finding out those yeah. things first before before you do anything, because I know there's there's lots of people that just jump into the uh, first they, they join the company and I don't know they're they're a new director or, or new new market uh, marketing manager and they make changes straight to, straight away because this is what used to work in other companies. I mean that's not my way. My way is to find out what actually works, what doesn't, and how we can improve it first. So kind of do the research first. So first few weeks for us is usually finding out as much stuff as possible about the company 
and diving into analytics and making sure that you understand the data behind the business because every business is different even if you have two businesses in the same industry they are going to be completely different from each other and they have different goals and and different kpis than the business sitting next to it so understanding those i think that's 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 a key to any kind of marketing but with holistic because you're covering every single channel you have to understand everyone in the business mm-hmm. and then once yeah. you understand everyone you can start planning so yeah how is organic working if it's working great if it's not working what can we do from the seo perspective to to improve it and i get easy to do that and her team so so that's her part and and that's fine then we get to to social and see if the social is working are they running any campaigns so are they doing any paid campaigns are they doing any pr campaigns any stunts anything cool or, or crazy that some brands like to do if they do that's great if they don't maybe we can come up with some some kind of a like a brainstorm session and get them to do some crazy stuff that people like to do um yeah. and then you then you cover your your seo and your social organic and then you move to paid because with, with paid you have to have a good basis with the organic to start promoting their uh, their brand basically so understanding mm-hmm. if they did anything if they didn't let's try different channels and for me it's always about a b testing so see which channel actually works because not every channel might work for your business and that's completely fine so you know we just we we just need to test and see what works what doesn't and and i know many companies they're scared to test and they're scared to uh, to try new things it's like if you tell a company or oh, let's jump on TikTok, it's like but we're not the brand that does TikTok. it's like have mm-hmm. you tried have you have, have you ever done any TikToks? yeah and probably not <laughs> but they assume stuff it's like they assume that oh this is not this is not my kind of company uh this is not kind of the thing that we do but it's like if it's going to work it's going to bring you millions of, of 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 followers of traffic and 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 revenue it's like why not to try it so sometimes yeah. persuading the teams to make sure that you try new new stuff it, it's actually hard but then testing and proving your points that that's what that's the biggest reward for me it's like to show mm-hmm. them that there are channels that will work for your business that you have never tried. And that's the easiest thing to do. It's like if they if they haven't tried something and we introduce it to them, that's 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 the lowest hanging fruit you can get. It's like you, you just show it to them, get it run, get get some results, and they'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Got it. Uh I wanna ask about covering a lot of channels because you mentioned about TikTok, about um, we have many channels, ACO, uh paid marketing google ads facebook ads but you know uh, the biggest struggle that i usually see when you're when companies are trying to cover a lot of channels mm-hmm. of course it's okay to repurpose content but i see when people are doing for the sake of doing because competitors can cover many channels <laughs> uh, and it's hard it's hard you know especially when you start it's better to pay attention you know to sp- some channels that work for you, where you have strong side, where you can bring something new. So can you tell your methods how to create this holistic approach to cover many channels from scratch? Yeah, so the first thing that you mentioned is making sure that you have at least one person designated to to those channels, so to social. And they can reformat and repurpose and rewrite content for, uh, let's say, for between Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and so on. Um, and obviously the the content that they can produce so can they can they produce videos that's that's all almost the most important question for for the social part because if they cannot produce videos in house for them to get an agency and do it for them usually that's quite expensive 
Um, so I always get the person, at least someone in, in, in the team knows enough about the brand to create any kind of videos uh, that are kind of more personal. And you can make them short. And, you know that, that's the beauty of TikTok and, and YouTube Shorts. You don't have to spend lots of time on on creating content, and just get one brave pet person to do videos for you, and and just post them and see what happens. Is that if they don't work, that's it. At least you tried. Uh, if they work, great. You get more traffic and, and more revenue, and the person has another job on the list to do uh, yeah. for social. So that that's with the videos and, and, and content. So image. You can also create animations. So you can do like, uh, I, I came up with like an idea of that you can do quizzes depending on the on the industry. And I've seen seen that happening quite a lot on YouTube lately, that you have a quiz about fashion, a quiz about lingerie, quiz about shoes, and you can create that kind of uh, video in, basically in, in a few minutes without spending too much time on it. You just need to have some kind of a data and you can use Canva to basically create a, a video behind it. And then and you have an animation uh, with a video and a, and a quiz in one so yeah you can you can make them easily it's like as long as you have someone to actually do it and to post it and persuading the the team especially the if you have a board or, or someone on top of uh, everyone else it is persuading them that there's there should be enough time invested in different channels and making sure that you try new new channels as they as they rise like threads or, or TikTok. uh because mm -hmm. if you ignore them at the beginning, it's going to be hard for you to grow at them later uh, down the line, because mm -hmm. th there's going to be brands established in those in those channels, and that's why you see brands doing better in some channels and worse in others, and that's about repurposing the the content and making sure that you actually touch the the language that is relevant to let's say Twitter, to TikTok, to Instagram, to Facebook, and you can use similar content but just slightly changing the copy, slightly changing the the, the video or the image. Maybe mm -hmm. on Pinterest we, we can concentrate on stills uh, on Twitter as well, like promote promote statics, and you, on Instagram, Facebook, and 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 TikTok and YouTube Shorts, you can you can focus on videos and then you can do both at the same time because you can take screenshots of, of the videos as well and then you've got plenty of content from there. So yeah, yeah, you, you you didn't mention one social media. Uh, Fred. <laughs> yeah, Fred, uh, oh, 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 Fred. I'm, I'm, I'm trying both at the moment because I'm not sure what works and what doesn't. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to put the video. Uh, I mean, it's hard to put sound on threads at the moment. It's like I'm uh -huh. not sure when, when you try to, to look at videos. So always have captions on. It's like caption somewhere on the video. I think that's that's quite important, especially for people that travel and sometimes they don't put their sound on. Uh, so at least they can read what you're saying. Uh, but with friends, we, we try in both. It's like the, no no image, image and and video, and seeing what works and what doesn't. Uh, mm -hmm. But there, yeah. we have some brands that are already on friends, and they're doing quite well. Um, yeah, you mentioned that uh, some channels can work, some channels don't. That's okay. You know, I mm -hmm. often have this issue. But you know, uh, for example, you mentioned that if uh, you have someone in team who can film this uh, videos for TikTok, if it doesn't work it doesn't mean it doesn't work <laughs> you can experiment more you can go yeah. ahead because uh, I, I remember when mr beast posted content on youtube mm -hmm. he filmed videos for uh 18 months year and half you know uh, to film videos to get the first thousand subscribers True. today everyone knows about mr beast PewDiePie, uh filmed videos uh he filmed like 100 videos to get 285 subscribers 
Mm-hmm. He didn't give up. He kept going, <laughs> and yeah, today we know that PewDiePie uh, had uh, has like uh, plus hundred million subscribers, yeah. and it's patience. You need to do this job, and uh, I don't understand when someone can tell this channel doesn't work for me. Probably you don't use the right uh, thing uh, <laughs> on this channel. You you need time patience or someone who can help with that uh, marketing yeah. agency or content creators who can create content that uh, this channel will love uh, it's not because it doesn't work for you it works with, with the right approach and uh, can you tell about experiment okay if some channel doesn't work but uh, uh, we need to change something to experiment to find another uh, angle how to use this channel can you tell how to do it how to brainstorm ideas what to change in your uh, marketing strategy so it, it's the thing that you mentioned is repurposing the the content that you have and finding the right language for for a given uh channel so with with youtube and, and tiktok it's, it's going to be completely different even though that they do both shorts and they and, and tiktok they're both short short formed but youtube like let's say this you have a podcast uh, you can have longer videos, you know, you, you can have an hour or two hours videos as well that, that kind of work. But it's, it's finding what works for, for your audience is like what you mentioned, uh, but also making sure that you actually can do it and that whether you can deliver or not. So sometimes it's about whether you have enough resources and time within the team uh, to make sure that th- those channels are fully, fully utilized. Sometimes I tell them, like, listen, concentrate on a few channels at first and then keep adding them as you go along because you can at least see some results because sometimes people just copy and paste and that not always works i mean that barely ever works um and then they'll say okay pinterest doesn't work for us twitter doesn't work we only gonna stick to tiktok and and facebook and it's like but you're missing so much more audiences because with with pinterest 70 percent i think 70 percent or 68 percent are women so you're losing a lot of women audience on on pinterest if, you, if you're not going to take TikTok, you're going to lose what, millions of, of, of potential followers. Uh, so finding the the right content, it's, it's, it's important. Uh, and that's that's your experiment. It's like what kind of language and what kind of tone works in every single uh, channel. And then you, you test the content. So what kind of videos? Whether Do you have to be funny? Do you have to be loud? Maybe the quizzes doing enough job for you to kind of do, do just animations without actually showing your face. Maybe get an AI, like a robot, and create uh, an, an AI uh, personality that talks uh, for you. So it's your words, but someone else is saying them. Maybe that's that's the thing that's going to work for for your channel. And that's that's the experiment. It's like checking different things uh, that might work. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You just try something else. Sometimes you come back to the same content and you, you might see that, that the old content is actually working after you gain your followers. Uh, so mm. it's like, I would never give up. It's like always, always try and see if you can improve on the content that you're creating, but you have to invest some time into it. It's like, yeah. there's, there's no shortcuts. You have to invest time and just carry on uh, working on it. And that that's for social and that's for SEO as well. That's how SEO works. And you get so yeah, many by, by, by the way, you, you can give up uh, and it's not wrong with that. For example, I gave up with many channels because uh, of losing attention to channels mm. that work for me. You know, for yeah. example, I remember when I in 2020, 
I decided to grow my audience on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> YouTube, uh, TikTok, everywhere. And uh, the best results that I got, like five, ten followers a day, uh, a few hundred views. Then I decided to switch all attention to LinkedIn. And uh, I got like uh, plus 10,000 views a day. I got uh, 200, 500 people a day, you know, who follow my content. And I got it. Yes, this channel works for me. Why I need to uh, lose attention even with the goal to repurpose content? Uh, Of course, it takes, uh, you don't need to create from scratch. But you can lose this five, ten minutes, you know, (laughs) with channel that work very well for you. So that's why it's not a big issue if you give up. uh, if you suffer of that, of that, no, for me, yeah. it's important to enjoy the process. If you enjoy the process, you can go ahead. Uh, it doesn't matter. Even if you don't have results, you can make everything wrong for five years, but you need to enjoy the process. You need to love it. Mm-hmm. And I remember interesting podcast with a friend of Jeff Bezos, and he told that he couldn't get results for 14 years, 14 years without results. He didn't give up because he loved his process he loved uh, the and today this company is over a billion dollar uh mm-hmm. plus 50 uh offices in uh, i don't remember exactly the number like plus 56 countries where uh, yeah. uh, this company has offices and uh, and you know it's interesting um i remember another uh uh, a book when uh, the book offer shared a story when someone uh, reached out and asked uh, for help because uh, this offer couldn't sell his books for a long time and he suffered a lot and uh, she replied to him leave it forget about that if you <laughs> suffer you don't need to do it you need to enjoy you know if you enjoy you never burn out you never give up you just go ahead you know for example I love playing ping pong basketball nobody pays for my hobbies it's my exactly. hobby you know? yeah. and but i enjoy the process you know yeah people love watching tv they pay for watching tv they you know <laughs> so yeah you your job should be a hobby then you never give up uh, but if you suffer if you mm. dislike it leave it <laughs> and you will never regret <laughs> and philip i want to ask about uh, creating the right kpi because you know i see when companies um chase Value metrics like traffic, comments, likes, shares. But you know, if traffic doesn't sell, why I need to have this traffic? I, I remember when one webmaster told me he lost 400,000 traffic, but he didn't lose any sales. Just mm-hmm. imagine how hard to get this traffic that didn't cover your sales funnel, uh, doesn't help uh, your uh, buying persona. So can you tell how to create the right uh, strategy considering KPI uh, and many other parameters that yeah will bring results in the end? That, that's the hardest question that every CEO will ask you. Is like, how, how are you going to bring that revenue back to, to our office? So if, you, if, I, if I go with TikTok, how are you going to monetize the content there? And then you have to explain that the whole process of the upper funnel, mid funnel, and then the, as, as you come kind of shorter, shorter to, uh, to conversion and then obviously retargeting. Um, so that's the most important thing is making sure that you educate whoever you're working with to understand how Google Analytics works or how any dashboard that they might be using that has some kind of analytics within it to understand what is traffic? What is that traffic doing? 
So if I bring traffic from Facebook and that traffic doesn't buy straight away, does it mean that it's bad traffic? Probably not because that traffic might come back to you for uh, Google organic, or maybe they're looking for discount codes. So they might come from one of the publishers that you're working through affiliate marketing is understanding where, where are your touch points? So if on every con uh, conversion, you have a touch point on, on your meta, on your TikTok, on affiliate marketing, they, they are contributing to that one conversion. So it's understanding, and with GA4, that makes it easier because you, the, the data attribution is concentrating on the on the fuller funnel, so on the, on the full conversion. The only trick with, with GA4 at the moment is making sure that you, you recreate all the reports and you understand the data behind it and understand how the data changed from universal to GA4. And sometimes that, that's hard because you get CEOs saying, okay, this channel, brings lots of traffic, no revenue. We're not gonna invest more time into that into, into that channel. They cut the channel and they see that the revenue overall for the whole business drops even more. And what that is telling them is basically, okay, we cut the, we cut the, the top of the funnel. We're not driving enough new customers to convert through other channels, like through, through email or maybe through affiliate marketing, through Google, through PPC. And, this is the, the hardest bit explaining how every touch point actually plays plays a part in, in one one uh, conversion. And this is, if you go outside and you, you, you see those big companies, you see them on the buses, you see them in underground, you see them on every single building and it just sticks in your head. Digital marketing works in a similar way. We have, so how many social mediums are you using at the moment? You've mentioned five, right? So you have LinkedIn, you have Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. So that that that's five. And there's threads, uh, the, and there's there's way more. And those are the touch points that one person might might have is making sure that they see you in every single touch point. And this is just social media. Then you have Google, you have your SEO. If someone is typing and, and looking for a certain keyword, are you gonna display? Are you bidding for the for the PPC keywords there as well? It's like making sure that you are remembered through through the actions that you're doing because every touch point will make into that 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 conversion sometimes investing in wrong keywords is going to cost you a lot of money and investing in the wrong ads and targeting wrong people that just are traffic but doesn't ever come back and doesn't have enough touch points that's about targeting so understanding the data and understanding the whole journey not not just the last click or who's coming to the website understanding the whole funnel and, and, and getting the, 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 the touch point is, is basically the key to understanding the data because yeah. the more touch points you have during one com uh, conversion and the more, because I think on average, we have at least eight to 16 touch points and we don't even think about it. You take your phone, you scroll your, your, your Facebook, your Instagram, your, your TikTok, you see a brand and then you start looking for them on Google. You see some kind of articles and that article, that can be a PR agency doing them or po possibly an affiliate uh, marketing publisher. Then you click on that and okay, you're going to check their website. So you start Googling them again. And then you, from Google, you go directly to their website and then maybe you buy straight away. And that last attribution will, will go to Google, even though that the whole arsenal of digital marketing played part in that one uh, conversion. So getting them to understand the data and every single touch point is the key to understanding how each channel can attribute to, to good conversion. And again, you get bad conversions as well and bad, bad paths. So if you 
drive traffic from a country that you don't deliver to, you're gonna you might end up with lots of traffic, but nobody buys because you don't deliver to the country. And I've seen that happening quite a lot. It's like everyone targeting so wide that basically targeting the whole globe. It's like no wonder your ads are so expensive if if you're targeting everyone, even the countries where you don't ship. It's like nobody's gonna buy stuff from you if you don't ship to them. <laughs> I'm okay with that, you know, if it's organic reach, because people are traveling, you know, we, we live in this global environment, so we can be everywhere today in the US, tomorrow in Poland, in the UK, yeah. and other countries, so yeah, it depends. And, um, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned a few times about GA4, Google Analytics 4, and, you know, uh, I have the same feeling, uh, you know, about GA4, when, you know, people change uh, the car you know uh, you know how your old car works <laughs> how you can drive it but when you take a new car with much better uh, features uh, simple experience you need time to learn how to drive this car anyway you need to spend time with that i think it's the same with ga4 you know when uh, people have the habit to use universal analytics i don't know how many years probably mm. decade but today they need to learn something different. It looks the same, but uh, when you click, you understand it's different. So, uh, but uh, just spend time with that. You know, if you spend time with a new car to enjoy the process, enjoy the process in J4, you know, to learn how all these features work. And Philip, I want to ask about uh, struggles. Can you mm -hmm. share? struggles that companies have during the way in holistic approach and your tips how to uh, simplify the experience of uh, having the struggles <laughs> the biggest struggle i've seen lately is tracking so if your tracking is not correctly done or you don't have uh, tracking for every single channel that you're using this is this is becoming a struggle because you cannot prove to someone that something works if you can track the traffic and if you can track the revenue and i've seen that on the ads uh, so with meta not having the right pixel not converting to uh, to to copy in time uh so they were they were doing ads and they didn't have any pixels in place and they were just boosting posts and huge companies done it as well which is sometimes it's, it's crazy but because the overall revenue wasn't 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 dropping they were fine with it they were fine with spending lots of money but once they installed pixels and, 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 and server tracking, then they could see the improvement in, in revenue. It's like, oh, okay, tracking plays a big part. It's like, well, yeah, it does. It's like, that's how you test stuff. That's how you, you, you try different things if they work or if they don't work. Uh, so so tracking, tracking is the biggest struggle. Also with, with tracking in GE4 at the moment, sometimes you need developers to actually do it for you. And most developers don't have experience with how to set up tracking. They understand the code, but they not might understand what is important for marketeers to be on the back end of, of the system. So sometimes sending them enough instructions and enough resources for them to understand what they need to place on your website, that's a key part. So it's the communication with both the developers, with the CEOs and marketeers and making sure that they, they, they show what they need to track and what are the goals and what kind of goals do you want to track on your website so if you have a subscription business and you're just tracking conversions but not the not, not the leads then you might be losing a big part of the of the funnel on your website and that's why talking with with the marketing team with your developers with the seo team and with your ceos and making sure that everyone 
comes to one meeting and agree on what everyone wants to track and what are the goals for, in, the, in the business and, and what the goals for their department and share it all together, write it down and make sure that we set it up and test it. And mm -hmm. that all comes to tracking and, and making sure that everyone has the common goal of attributing the right channels, of attributing the right conversions. What is a conversion for a business? Whether it's, it's buying products, if it's products, that's easy. It's like someone bought the product, that's conversion. But if it's leads for businesses, when when does the conversion happen? Is it over the phone? How, how are we tracking that? And making sure that we, everything is connected and everyone talks to each other. Um, yeah. So that's the biggest yeah. struggle. Usually people don't talk to each other and they just focus on on their job, which is sometimes it's funnel vision. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with uh, salespeople. You know, it's important to speak mm. with salespeople because they know customers. And, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I read a lot of marketing books and many of them uh, were written uh, before digital. And I mm -hmm. love them, you know, I love because uh, all aspects that we have today in digital, uh, they, all of them were related to marketing as well, about personalization, about learning customers. We lost the track a little bit when uh, CEOs could game the system, mm -hmm. when uh, that was possible to game the system. Uh, but uh, when Google and many other social media platforms uh, learn how to uh, overcome this cheating. I mean, like, uh, um, it's hard. Today, it's not good time. It's better to get back to the common marketing and think mm -hmm. more about customers, not how to cheat the system to get results, you know, because, <laughs> yeah, today it's it's tough. You can't over smart uh, Google. You can't over smart social media. They have experience with that. Uh, probably someone... Cool, I don't know. So, but uh, it's better to spend all efforts with uh, white hat SEO, with uh, legal methods, and you can get results. Philip, I want to ask about mistakes. Can you list mistakes that companies can avoid? Because, you know, for example, in my life, I made a lot of mistakes. Some of them are terrible, but <laughs> I can learn from them. You know, I can learn. Exactly. It doesn't matter what happened, I can learn. And sometimes I can feel it's not mistakes. You know, it's like uh, uh, the part of the process. You can learn, you can go ahead. And uh, can you list mistakes that companies can avoid? I mean, like uh, to learn before doing something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen a few mistakes in both on the paid side, paid side and the organic side. Is on giving giving up stuff. That that was the biggest mistake for some companies, like giving up one of the channels uh, that they thought it wasn't wasn't performing organically. But turns out that it was bring enough traffic for the website uh but they didn't have any they didn't have a lot of followers but the traffic was coming and and when they, they didn't check google analytics they just assumed it's like oh we don't have enough engagement we don't have enough followers and they close the channel without actually checking the data and then trying to get that channel back and making sure that you get that traffic back that costing them more more time and money than by just continuing and, and, and at least checking analytics many people don't check their analytics and don't see the data behind uh, uh, each channel and how, how it's performing. And checking analytics within the channels that you have, that's also another thing that people tend not to do. It's like they concentrate on, on conversions and they don't see the whole picture. So they don't see every single touch point. They, they see, okay, there's not enough purchases from Meta. Let's close it. <laughs> and, and I've seen that so many times. Oh, let's just, just post less and let's not do ads. And they stop it. 
and they see all every single channel dropping. And we did we did the test once for for Valentine's. With it was quite a big company. They have seven sites, and they decided to do it for one site only. So turn off all the social ads. So they they carry on their PPC. They carry on all, all the affiliate work, and just turn off their, their their social ads, because on the last clip it looked really expensive. But turned out when they did, they they did turn it off. The the CPA increased because uh, they, they still had to pay for affiliate marketing for PPC and so on. But they were not bringing enough new traffic for that traffic to convert. So everything in price increased, but they lost most of the traffic, like 80% of traffic was gone. And because of that, they lost conversions as well. That was one of the worst Valentines they ever had in on that in that country for that website. And that proved to them like, okay, it was it was a test, it was worth doing because at least you didn't do it on one of the biggest sites where you would have a, a way higher regret. Uh, but they've they've done it on the smaller side and they've they've learned from that mistake. And that was a huge mistake, turning off all your ads for an established e-commerce brand in that country. That wasn't the smartest idea. What I would do in future, if you want to check if your ads are not working and you're already established and you have some kind of budget behind it, cut the budget in half and see what happens. And, yeah. and based on that, you can see the results. It's like, do little steps before you do that big step of canceling something out. Yeah. Uh Philip, I want to ask about um, your experience. You know, uh, what I found that uh, we usually get good results with companies who understand ASIO. So mm -hmm. if they understand, then we can cooperate together to get great results. If they don't, I tell them, take my course, learn from Lily Ray, uh, Jeff Coel, uh, Mike Phillips, Chelsea Alves, many other great experts. Just learn, go to YouTube, Google, learn, get the basic. So if you understand the basic, then we understand why we need to create high quality content, what kind of content to create, why we need to think more about sales than about getting more traffic, uh, many things. Uh, we speak one language. Uh, let's imagine you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. It's your first day in digital marketing. What will you do today to learn from scratch? I would learn SEO from scratch because I, I don't do it. <laughs> so that, that gives me high. But for me, it's building the uh, the organic pillars. So one of the first organic pillars is your SEO. So making sure that your website is ranking, that the technical side for it is done correctly. If you don't know how to do it, get someone that understands SEO and that, that can help you out. So get an agency or employ someone that understands the, the technical side of SEO and then get someone that can build on, on top of it. So who can build content, who can bring you links and so on. And that's the organic part. And same goes with social, making sure that you try every single channel and try different tones and, and test and make sure that you actually get the foot into everywhere you can, basically. Because then you learn what works the fastest and what takes a bit more time to to work because everything's going to work for bigger bigger for huge companies it's not that, that like they miss any channel some channels are better for them some channels are worse but they have big following pretty much on every channel and this this is this should be the same attitude for everything else it's like and that's how i've, I've done things from the beginning making sure that i'm basically everywhere and just mm -hmm. So I wouldn't change that. I would just go to every single channel and see what works, what doesn't, and build my team on on, on that, basically. So get them, mm -hmm. okay, so our social organic is working. 
get someone to take over and then you can try the next channel and build another team to do affiliate marketing then build ppc working on, on your seo and get everyone to to contribute together making sure that you have common campaigns and that's that's actually quite an important thing to do as well is to have that shock effect making sure that you, that company especially in in retail and fashion where they have a campaign that can shock you and those campaigns don't have to cost a lot of money most of the time it's about the the creativity behind the campaigns so this is what bluebella done uh, a few years back uh, and they sell lingerie uh, for women and they did invite all the influencers uh, from their Instagram to come to Oxford Street on the main crossing and do a catwalk in their in the lingerie. They have not paid models. They invited their own followers, their own customers to do it with them, to have like a fun project. And they didn't spend much on that. And then finding the ideas like that, make them as shocking as possible, making sure that you invite PR, people so all the journalists so they can record it and, and show it to them make sure you record it yourself as well and and show it on your social because someone will pick it up someone will, will see nice cool stuff as like where, where there's good energy behind it and and don't make it dangerous obviously unless you really want to uh yeah but then keep nice. it safe <laughs> and <laughs> philip i have the final question about the future you know today we have ai it's trending uh and mm -hmm. it's hard to ignore this tool that was simple but uh, i think it's impossible tomorrow to ignore ai uh apple is going to launch this headset i don't know what kind of headset will be but it's <laughs> like uh yeah it's like uh, glasses and you can uh, watch everything uh mm -hmm. without but you know i don't see a big difference because if i have my smartphone like this uh, most people watch their smartphone every single day mm -hmm. so it's like uh, the same experience but you don't need to uh, have on your hand just uh, mm -hmm. yeah uh, it's on your head anyway it's augmented reality is coming uh, uh, probably virtual reality will change something but uh, what we see that mark zuckerberg failed to get results with that but yeah i don't know probably will be new attempts we don't know what kind of future will be but many things are coming and technologies are coming fast can you tell what kind of future will be in digital marketing and how we can adapt today to this possible future it's it's a bit of what you said and a bit of following the trends so ai if you ignore it you, you're gonna lose big time because ai can help you and people are scared of ai for some reason and some people embrace it and it just improves their work you got chat GPT, great for ideas. If you if you if you lack an idea, if you have some kind some kind of a block, you can use chat GPT to give you more ideas for, for different many things. Uh there there are AIs that can create videos for you. There are AIs that like with, with Adobe, it, it it helps with the with the background changes and so on. So if 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 there are brands that can implement AI within their own ecosystems and then that helps customers to make their life easier. It's hard to ignore. You know, they're gonna they're gonna pick it up and use it. And uh, the old companies or the companies who do not adapt, they will lose on that. They're, they're gonna lose the, the, the new customers that might come to that uh, in future because they're not following the the technology. They're not following the right trend. And then the, the the other thing is following the right trends. So, for example, we have threads that launched recently. It's there are many companies that are still not on it for some reason. It's super easy to actually 
open it up and invite all your followers on on your Instagram to to have threads and things like that. I'm sure in next year or in two years or five years, there's going to be another social medium that's going to come come out live and that we're going to have to embrace and just try out and see if it works or doesn't. So it's, it's just following following those trends. If you're not on the on the right, uh, let's say train track, you, you you're gonna de- derail basically, or you're gonna stop at the wrong station, uh, yeah. and you're gonna just stay behind before you catch up with with other brands, other businesses, or other agencies. So it's following the trend and embracing new technologies like like AI in this case. Yeah, nice, nice, love it, love it, Philip. It's a big pleasure to get on my show to learn from you. I love this experience. Thanks a lot. Uh, from uh, you know you're from Poland yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. that's cool because I know Poland helps a lot to Ukraine in this tough time that we have UK helps a lot yeah it's a big pleasure to get this support because uh, I have many people from UK friends I still have business in Ukraine I keep helping donating them yeah it's it's tough and thanks a lot you know (laughs) that you uh uh originally from poland and yeah i love it and uh, tell our listeners the best way how to keep learning from you how to reach out to you how to follow you so first thing everyone follow anatoly and what he's doing because this this kind of stuff like podcasts and, and learning from each other i think that's the most important thing that you can do is is collaborating and it doesn't matter where you where you are i'm based in the uk and i'm originally from from poland and i've got family in ukraine as well so it's, it's connecting with people and making sure that we, we connect together. And you can find me on every single media channel that you can imagine, whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, and so on. And look for Creators Media. You can find our website. There's a logo there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can just type in the name. And if you need help with, with, with marketing, whether it's, it's organic or paid, you can always come to our website. And thank you, thank you for having me. And it was it was a great pleasure of talking to you and 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 sharing holistic approach with you. Yeah, that was fun and valuable, guys. You can find the link uh, to the website and social media accounts in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for the time. Love it. No. Valuable. I recommend to anyone to follow Philip on social media because you can see a lot of value. Okay, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.